Grace. Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back Back to to the the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome to all our former besties returning. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, and happy almost Halloween. We're almost there. We are in the final stretch, the second half of October. Yeah. How did that happen? I know people say this all the time. Time, see, so... Once one falls asleep, then you wake up and it's another day. So this has just happened many times. And now it's almost the end of October. Thank you for telling us that. Yeah. Like that was really nice of you to share that wisdom. Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. I'm, um, I'm well, I'm, I'm well, I don't think there's anything new to report. I'm trying to think I'm looking up at my calendar too, to see if there's anything. My mom's birthday was this past weekend. Happy birthday. Oh, happy mom. birthday. Cora's birthday was last week. Happy birthday. Oh, happy Cora. birthday. Oh, but how are you? I'm great. I'm literally so excited about this episode. You guys, this is not going to be the longest of intros because we just are so excited to get to the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's seen from the title. We're talking with Brittany from Big Brother season 23. And if you guys have been listening, we've mentioned little bits about Big Brother along the way. David and I both watched this entire season Mm -hmm. and are huge, huge fans of the show. We are. Uh, Brittany D'Angelo, one of our favorite contestants from this season. We we tell her, but we were both genuinely so excited whenever she said yes. And yeah, like... We just want to get to the episode. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We know you guys are going to love her. If you watched the show, you know, if you follow her on TikTok, you definitely know she has the most infectious energy ever. She is so happy, so positive, so inspirational. And it it really comes across here in our interview with her as well. Yeah. It's it's a long one. So like get a snack. If you're go on a walk, like you're going to want to just settle in and listen to this because she has amazing things to say about her experience on big brother. Oh yeah. And all of her favorite nineties and two thousands TV shows, mm-hmm. movies, music, toys, and games, which she nailed we'll those, it. We'll let those be a surprise. Yeah. Just truly wait till the end because she lists a bunch of nineties favorites, like a bunch. She and lists, it was amazing. Knowing just from our interactions with our listeners, a lot of you are going to be very happy with You're gonna um, be- these choices mm-hmm. that she's made. <laughs> oh, there was some like that she said that we were like, oh my God, I loved that. Yeah. Like, we were, we were having trouble like keeping our composure. This was one that we wish we could have met her in person as well. Cause we just would have all had the best time. Mm-hmm. We still had the best time. We had the best time. And I'm trying to think before we jump into it, was there any news that we mm-hmm. need to cover? Um, oh, there's, um, for any, it is kind of Halloween related, one of my favorite all-time 90s horror movies is I Know What You Did Last Summer, and they just released a TV show on Amazon Prime, which I am loving and was getting so mad at people in the comments on um, online. What were they people saying? Are just, people are just hating on it who haven't even watched it. Oh. Well, I think what made me mad was that people kept calling the original a B, 
a B movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, like maybe mean maybe mean like bees. best <laughs> like a bee like a are there bees in the movie are there any flying bees flying around like it's a bee so, movie. Well, I, I haven't I just, watched it yet. Anybody but... who could put a movie with Sam Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. and put it as a B, not my BFF. <laughs> nice. Thanks. I don't. I don't tend to care for people that give a movie any sort of rating or critique when they haven't seen it yet or a TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So I recommend I- it. I think it's a fun twist on the, the storyline and it seems to be following the book more. Cause yes, I did read the book mm. in high school and did a report on it. I didn't do well on that. I will never forget when I got back that grade. Oh my God. We've just done, un- we need to unpack this. Are you okay? No, we don't this have time to unpack clearly... it. We have to get to Brittany. You're right. Okay. We're going to come back to this because <laughs> I think David is clearly scarred from this experience. <laughs> um, um, another bit of news, Courtney and Travis are engaged. Mm-hmm. You, Grace texted me about it in all caps, Instagram yeah. messaged me about it at all caps. And then I looked and she had posted about it on Instagram with I all think caps. That I Instagram messaged you and I was like, why did I do this? I should have just texted him. So then I did both. And then, yes, I put it on our story. Congratulations to them. I think they're a lovely couple. And let's make sure that someone is checking in on Scott Disick because he oh, can't God. be okay. No, he can't. Or maybe he is. They, they, been broken up. I hope so. I know, but he still wants her back. Like he wanted her back as of the last season. So I think that's why everyone's like, Scott, (laughs) you okay? (laughs) Hopefully the Hulu Uh, show will cover this. Oh my God. Fingers crossed. Well, is there any other news? I can't think of anything else. Y'all know how this works. If it, if we think of it, it'll probably be in the outro. Yeah. So I think without further ado, We're so excited for you all to hear this interview with Brittany. Here she is from season 23 of Big Brother, Brittany D'Angelo. Brittany! (laughs) We are so stinking excited. This is surreal. Oh my, stop it. Stop it. Guys, I'm normal. I swear. I am the most normal one of them all. I swear to God. I love your jacket, by the way. Thank you. Okay. So I just got this from Disney. It's from the Disney's 50th anniversary, but I saw this and I didn't even care what size it was in. I was like, I'm buying this jacket. Thankfully it was my size anyways, but it just looks so cool. I'm just like, I feel like hip in this jacket. Like, how maybe I'm not, but how I, was Disney World? I was like living oh, through your. Oh, we're so stories. jealous! Oh my it god, was, it was so fun. I we literally just missed the genie passes. The genie fast passes started today, but no, it ended up working out fine. We ended up getting on a lot. Like the wait times weren't like horrible. Hollywood Studios had some bad wait times, but okay. um, we just we avoided those rides and did the best ones. Um, and then Magic was was overall not bad at all oh great that's great but like the food was great oh my god we i we have not ate in living with the land and like the quick service area in so long oh my god i'm eating there every time now what'd you Uh, get what did you get we had this like white rice and then like oh god it was like a sesame teriyaki chicken like oh oh (laughs) grace it was so good 
It was She's like, I'm still tasting it. It's still here. <laughs> and after this, that was the only dessert that I was able to, because I have a gluten and dairy allergy, like severely allergic to both. Um, and they got me a chocolate mousse, like a whole cup of chocolate mousse that was gluten and dairy free. The chef uh, prepared it for me. I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, the VIP treatment. I was like, it's not free at all. Regardless, it was. But then the weirdest part of Disney was that I got recognized. It was weird, y'all. I was like taking photos and like I we taking photos of the photographer in front of the castle, and everyone like stopped to watch me take oh photos. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, hey. <laughs> well, yeah, because you like literally just came out of this house where you're stuck yeah. there for three months, and now everyone and knows can't you. even look at your phone. You have no oh. sense of the outside world, nothing and now you're back. Nope, nothing at all. No, honestly, it was. It was nuts because like I, we were just we were doing pictures with my family and then all of a sudden you see people like start piling up to my left and then you got families on the right who like there's a line of traffic like moving on our right and they're uh -huh. like we loved you on Big Brother and I'm like Aww. hi smile <laughs> <laughs> hi thank you because <laughs> I don't want this photographer to get pissed and he was yeah. so sweet too he was he was probably one of the best Main Street photographers my family's ever worked with he was so good Aww. Um, Aww. because I, we were wearing our Team Britney shirts that day I actually posted one of the photos from it on Instagram. Um, and he was like, so who's Brittany and what team, what does team Brittany mean? And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm Brittany and uh, team Brittany BB 23 means that I was on the show. And he was like, wait, you were on big brother. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, you are front and center, miss honey. He was like, uh, front and center. And I was like, I mean, I'm down. Like, why not? Um, but no, it was, it was crazy. But like the fans could not have been more sweet. They, like I even had like this, oh my God, one of my favorites, this little six-year-old comes up to me i'm out of figment right oh, and i'm updating my instagram story so like i would come out of a ride and there would, would be people and uh -huh. like i came out of my one ride their six-year-old was like are you britney from big brother she was i forget where she was from somewhere southern so cute she was like we watch the show every week i was oh. like oh <laughs> that's so oh. nice and i was like how old are you turning she goes six i was like <laughs> was like you're gonna make me cry right now like i'm like internally sobbing for this six-year-old who's giving me all of her love and oh she my goes god to, she goes to hug my knee because she's that oh, like she's, she's like, so she tiny my knee she's and just my small thigh. and i was like oh my god honey i'm coming right down to your level Come yeah here. You're going to bend just, over. I'm like, I, I literally just went on my knees and was like, come here. Like, you're oh, part of me. You're part of the family. Um, that probably made her entire week. It was, your it entire was year. It was funny, too, because her mother messaged me on Instagram afterward. And we ended up talking for a little bit. And um, she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for, for doing that for my daughter. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, are you kidding oh, me? I got that's so nice. <laughs> I got to meet the icon that's going to be on BB in uh, 15 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah whenever <laughs> oh, she, my God. Whenever she's old enough. Can you imagine? She oh, she better be on it. I swear to God. She better. Oh. She's already watching the show. Like, That's yeah. Wild. That's what, when you first said that, I was like, I don't think I watched it six. I think it's six. I was like still watching like Rugrats. Like that's Barney. all I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> Rugrats or Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was a oh. common one. Fairly mm. Odd Parents and SpongeBob. Love were Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, uh, of course. Oh my God. Of course. Just on repeat all the time. <laughs> all the time. Ah, uh, parents, family. Uh, like, yes. <laughs> like it's a catchy song. Like how, how do you, how do you not love that song? <laughs> right. I know. I miss theme songs in general. Like just, you think of the meticulous time that it took them to create theme songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, just, they're like, I'm waiting for another iconic one to come out, man. I know. 
theme songs aren't really there. They just kind of show the title and yeah. then that's it. It's just like Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Grey's Anatomy used to have one. It was like, it was like, in jury, I binged nine and a half seasons of Grey's Anatomy. That was one of the things that I did as like a pastime for myself. Yeah. Netflix and Amazon Prime. We didn't have TV, but we had those. Um, And so I literally just binged Grey's Anatomy. And I was in the beginning, I was like, I was like, I'm obsessed with this show and it's fine. Oh my God. There's enough episodes. We love it. Love it so much. Yeah. I, um, last job I had, there was just so much free time at my desk that I binged about 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy just sitting yes! at work. I'm not alone. Just 14. Just 14 seasons. Just 14. <laughs> oh my God. Just 14. I'm on 11 now. I've been Ugh. watching it since I've been home too. Cause I've watched the entire thing, but now I feel like I was caught up and I had watched through 17 and I was like, and cause I know 18 started, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to keep watching this again because I don't remember what happened between 11 and 18. Oh yeah. Uh, and like Addison comes back at one point. It's yeah. Addison uh, comes back and I just got to the part where Maggie just entered. I love Maggie. I love Maggie. I forgot how rocky hers and Meredith's relationship was to start. I oh, know. I know. So yeah. like, I feel like everybody in Meredith has a rough relationship at some point in the show. Well, cause I feel like they start at that hospital and they know she's Meredith gray. So already they're like, I don't know if I have to impress you. And then Maggie's like, oh, I'm also like your sister. <laughs> and yeah, then it I just gets even weirder. You know about, and yeah. then you find out, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> like I have, I have another sister. Yes, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the She just thing. keeps okay. getting sisters. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just move on in? Okay. <laughs> That, that, that was the funniest thing. Like Lexi comes in, Hey, I'm your sister. Wait, what? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Maggie comes in, wait, I'm your sister. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Lexi has another sister too. That technically is Mer- also Meredith's half sister. I, I think her yeah. name was Molly. Yeah. Yes. She had the right. baby. She does. She had the baby or something. Like she had the kid. Uh, yeah. You're making See, me this is, go rewatch it all five. now. This is why you have to rewatch. Cause there's this so many characters, so many storylines. Yes. Mm-hmm. I oh had God. no idea because I started watching my family watched it during the pandemic, like just binge the whole thing. Oh, nice. I jumped in at season four. So I knew nothing about George O'Malley's backstory. Oh, oh my God. George is like my favorite. Miss Burke. Oh my oh, God. Yeah, because he leaves early on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, him so, and Christina were like a thing for the first couple episodes, first couple seasons. I know. You burn and- Shonda in real life. She just kicks you right off <laughs> wait so um, did you get people to watch it with you and jury or oh was my that, God, that like your oh, thing it was well here's the thing so the jury house was renamed to brit's house and you're all just living in it so my daily routine did not change once everybody else got in that house i swear to god everybody will tell you i did the same thing every day Good for you i woke up at nine o'clock every day which i was the earliest person to wake up every day by at least two and a half hours <laughs> Um, I would grab coffee, go sit on our living room, TV, lounge area, watch Grey's Anatomy. I'd usually get through about three episodes and then Alyssa would come down. She'd join me for the next two. And then I would go up to the gym, watch it up there because we had a smart TV up there. Nice. Take a shower, make lunch, usually go tan for a couple hours, come back in right before dinner. I would take the movie theater room by myself and watch more Grey's if I was bored. Then we'd eat dinner. Then we'd all watch a movie collectively and I would stop watching Grey's. Unless they were watching something that was scary or a horror film, then I would go back in the living room and keep watching Grey's. Keep going for Grey's. (laughs) Honestly, Honestly, you gotta have a routine. Your jury life sounds like my dream. I know. Um, I'm telling you right now, best five-week pay vacation of my life. I right? 
Jury was a, I'm, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> no, mind you, I love playing the game of Big Brother, but Jury was a perk. Jury, yeah. they, they truly treated us. They treated us so well in Jury. We were still able to make content for the social media pages. We obviously filmed every Friday, um, mm -hmm. but they were so good to us in Jury. Like they obviously accommodated all of my weird dietary restrictions. Um, but I also got to just like eat clean because in yeah. the, like, I lost 15 pounds in Jury. Because wow. house, I was eating everything that I saw in my face. Like I saw in front of my mm -hmm. face, it was the seafood mm -hmm. diet. You see, you eat it. You see, yeah. <laughs> but then when I got to jury, I was like, man, I really need to get myself together. We had an elliptical in the house. So I finally could work out without people being like, oh, you're a threat because you're an athlete. And I'm like, hmm. yeah. Is that why the gym, I feel like at least on TV, they didn't show many scenes of you guys working out. Maybe did people not work out that much to be no. seen as a threat? Not well, here's so I worked out the first three days in the house. Um, and I ran around the backyard. And then I was told after running around the backyard and showing everyone that I had stamina to stop running around the backyard because I was going to be seen as a threat. So I worked out significantly less from that point on. But also, obviously, I was I, I was an athlete out of the females, um, wanted to make me look like a competitor. Um, mm -hmm. very happy that I at least got the one win. I was going to say, <laughs> girl, you yeah. are a competitor. Yeah. Like how you is, how are, your are a competitor. <laughs> Yo, how was I, your I mean, neck after that win? Yeah. God, it was epic. You deserved is, it more than anyone, but your neck. <laughs> I will say, this is how I talk to people the entire next day. Grab, mm -hmm. grab. I'm just going to do this so that you guys can get a reference. Yeah. Grab the table. Mm -hmm. Hello. How are Full you? Full turn. <laughs> Hello? My neck hurt gotta, watching it. You gotta come over here. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Hey. Yeah. You're back here now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, stop moving. Every I could not turn my neck for three days. Like oh could my not. God. Um, but no, that veto win was insanity. Only because, and they didn't even show it. The best moment of that veto comp was what came right after I won the denialator. Like right afterward, I have never seen Big D run faster in my life. <laughs> um, Big D and Aza sprint oh, down the oh. staircase, and they're jumping on top of me. We're like having this big Joker's group family hug. We're screaming, we're crying. Tiffany and Claire come and join us in the hug. Oh. They're like, oh yeah, she did it. You know what I'm saying? Like DX is just looking at me like, what kind of beast just came out of you in that <laughs> Um, he's just kind of like, should I be scared of you now? Kind of thing. Um, but no, like it was, it was such an epic comp, but I knew coming in the house that I would be a competitor. I was mm -hmm. just waiting for the one that was like, I was waiting for mine I yeah. was waiting for my opportunity. And I was waiting for a comp that I could completely control, which was kingdom. Now, mm -hmm. mind you, I could also control the wall, but we, we less of as long as we damn well could have on that wall. I was, Oh my God. More, uh, That'd the be wall awful. was not made for me. <laughs> for this no yeah not, <laughs> not um, your comp <laughs> i've never been in more pain in my life than on that wall being honest <sighs> it just i i like oh, i was just my arms were just like this and i just it was so awkward though because i couldn't get a good grip so my shoulders were like up here i must have looked like an awkward turtle oh no <laughs> like i literally must have looked like he <laughs> it, it was probably this was so bad so for anyone who could be listening that is maybe thinking like I see it on TV. Do yeah. I want to try this? What was something like, what made you think I'm going to actually audition? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to actually yeah. submit. 
And what was that process like for you? Yeah. You know what? The biggest thing for me was that I had never seen someone like me on the show and I'd always dreamed of going on since I was 18. But for myself, I was like from, cause I, I come from a theater background. I have a BFA in theater performance and mm -hmm. I just know from casting, you want different people in casting. Mm -hmm. So for me, I had to think to myself, have I ever seen anyone like me on big brother? The answer for me was no. And so I was like, okay, this is a, this is a pitch. Then I go through kind of in, in the casting process of how I create my video. I go through all of my points. I go through the fact that I have autism. I'm a fourth degree black belt, my collegiate achievements, fact that I'm getting a master's degree in the spring, go through everything that I want to say. And then I take a shot in the dark and see if it catches. And it did. And I submitted my video on December 17th. It was the second time that I had applied. I applied in season 22 as well, but I okay. made it to semis and then I got cut. Oh, okay. Well, I did make it to finals, which was fine. Um, and then this season, obviously put my video in December 17th, February 26th. I get the call from the casting director saying, Hey, we like you. And I said, wait, really? <laughs> I said, are you sure you watched the right video? Said, okay. <laughs> like this is uh, not a spam call, right? <laughs> oh my so God. Then we go through all the interviews and it was funny because the ongoing joke in my family was when is Brittany going to get cut? We would place oh, no. bets after every interview as to like what I was going to get cut. No lie. I made $25 by placing oh. bets. Yeah, against my parents of like, oh, am oh. I going to get cut this round? Bet me. Bet me. <laughs> I also did lose $5 because I thought the interview, one of my very last interviews I thought was going to be my cutting point, and I bet $5 that I was going to get cut, and I lost my money. because Wow. Um, how you know, how many interviews? To lose. <laughs> yeah, right? How many interviews? Yeah, how many do they do? Like, is it a lot? Yeah. Oh my it's, God. I mean, it's not like it's, I think I did one mm, under 10. Okay. Okay. Under 10. Um, cause a lot of them too are like prep. So like Jesse, once you get to like the finals segment, mm -hmm. Jesse has a meeting with you himself and he basically conducts you through a mock interview and goes, okay, this is what you need to say. Like, they're not wasting any time. They put yeah. a good amount of people on these interviews. They're not wasting time here. So he basically goes through and is like, okay, you, you're going to point this point out. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. I cried after my individual meeting with Jesse because I started, he like did the mock interview with me. And for the first five minutes, I talked about my brother, Phil and my dog. And he was like, uh, you did not mention you once. I was like, what? He's like, you didn't mention a single thing about you in five minutes. He said, that's going to get you cut. I was like, well, what do I have to change? He goes, talk about yourself. I said, uh, what? <laughs> he goes, he goes, you need to brag about yourself. I said, but I don't do that. He goes, right? wow. I was like, no game. This is <laughs> so then like, it was funny because right before all of my big interviews, my mom and I would actually walk around where we live and she prepped me on questions mm. and like had me brag about myself so that I practice. Cause I've always been raised humble, but hungry. I just don't do that. But the oddest part about the casting process for me was that I had to brag. And I was mm. like, I don't want, this is not me. <laughs> this is not me. I would rather you just look at a resume and ask me questions about it. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Yeah, it's I feel like it's that line where like they want everyone to be themselves, but they're also making a TV show. Correct. Right. Like, and they're like to be different and stand out in some way. And for me, yeah, I mean, obviously a huge part of that was my was my disability story and with my autism. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because they asked me at every interview, was I going to share this with the house guests? My answer was always no. Oh. Um, my they said, When do when would you want to share this? I said, finale. They said, Would you be open to sharing it with America and not with the house guests? I said yes. I said, mm. as long as you do it on my terms. And that was mm. the deal. Good for oh, you. Yeah. yeah. Because that was, that was the only, that, that was obviously my only hesitation. Cause I was like, you know what? I have shared my story with so many people in the past and 
when I've told some people, it's been a very positive response, overwhelmingly positive with most. But I've also told people about it and they look at me differently from the second I tell them. And I'm like, I'm no different than the birdie that told you that five minutes ago. I'm the yeah. same girl, um, right. same woman. Um, and it, 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 it's tough because really coming out of the house, I had no idea how it was going to be perceived, but it could not have been more overwhelmingly positive mm-hmm. in terms oh. of just like people sharing their stories with me about it. Parents, teens, adults, um, grandmothers, grandfathers, like just uh, kids even sharing their stories with me, young kids who will DM me and are like, Hey, I have it too. Well, now I know I can be on big brother or, Hey, Aww. I know it too. And now I know that no limitation can stop me from doing anything. And I'm like, hey, yeah, yes. That's incredible. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that is we, David and I even talked about it a bunch, especially after it aired, but on the last episode, when you yeah. had that moment mm-hmm. for yourself on the stage, they're literally addressing what a vulnerable time as well. Yeah. It's the last yeah. episode. There's last so episode. many people tuning in. It's and live. you had it's live yep. and you just were so open. It was, it was truly beautiful. And I can't, I'm Thank sure you. there are so many people that watched that and thought, oh my God, like so many doors open for them. Mm-hmm. Like there are things yeah. I look at her, she's standing there on finale night on big brother. And I'm, I'm like her and I can do yeah. it too. So it was just such a, it was such an amazing moment. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for doing that for so many people. Oh my God. Of course. I would not stop rehearsing that speech in my dressing room. Let me tell you I that. Bet. I bet. Just the nerves. Oh my God. I mean, cause they let me write it. That was all my speech. They, that was not scripted. That was Brittany. You're going to say whatever you want to say in that moment. Um, the only thing they asked me to include was why I did not disclose it to the house guests, which I had no mm. problem including because I was going to mention mm. that anyways. Yeah. Um, and so, no, I just, oh my gosh, it, I, I was shaking. Oh. up and through that point because i was like <laughs> you have no idea what's coming you have right no you look no so confident you would never know yeah you, you had no idea right my internal head was like bing 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 i was like <laughs> yeah. like i was sitting there like this my head was like, I was like <laughs> <A> million thoughts <laughs> no it literally just came across like you opening your heart sharing who you are that was yeah. it no we had no idea you were nervous <laughs> that's great i faked it really really well that <laughs> you did a great job <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny though no i was nervous as hell I'm not even lying to y'all well it didn't show didn't whatsoever. show it was I such was a great so speech wetting. if i had dry, if no. i had worn a dress with shirt with like sleeves i would have been screwed i was wet how long have you watched big brother since i was 18 since you were 18 yep so then what was that like whenever you went oh to God. the stepped CBS into that lot? house yeah well, firstly, I step into the house. My first thought is don't trip. Um, <laughs> don't trip on national television. My second thought is, oh my God, I'm the only one in pants. No lie, that was my The second. pants. And number three is I have to go win this HOH. And I'm like, okay, we're going to compete. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm screwed. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Got it. Um, it's so like da, 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 da. walk out the backyard. We do the first competition. Literally think I have it. I don't. And oh God. And then we go to the, obviously we have the HOH and we, our team win safety. That was a great first day. Um, it did, however, from that, we go downhill after that first day of hype um, mm-hmm. because of Frenchie's fun house, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie's fun house. Um, I love Frenchie. Frenchie and I are so close outside of the house. We were oh, yeah. inside of the house too, but we talk all the time. He called me last night to rub in the fact that the Titans beat the Bills. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm so pissed. Why did you not just kick the field goal and tie up the game? It's fine. I'm okay. You're all right. We'll take a second. You seem okay. You seem okay. I'm fine. 
truly <laughs> just French. Uh, Frenchie also had a post about it on his Instagram and be like, wow. Not me talking to Brittany just, Gainesville about the fact that the Titans beat the Bills. Just rubbing it in. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, did you have a favorite room in the house? Oh, boat room. Boat room. Boat room. We had the best beds. I don't know why. Like, when Frenchie left, no one wanted to sleep in our room. It was just me, Oz, and Big D. And we were like, y'all, we have the <laughs> best beds in this room. Y'all are missing out. Our mattresses are the best. It may get hot in our room, but our lights turn off faster than all years. Uh, yeah. Like the coral rooms beds, so uncomfortable. The orange rooms beds, they were big, but they were so uncomfortable. The boat room, we had actual mattresses. Ah, uh, uh, for you. I mean, they, had, they had mattresses too. I mean, but it's just ours were nice. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone seemed to really cling to their groups. This was the first time it ever happened that people yeah. were in teams. Yeah. Yes. And I'm guessing if you're going somewhere, you've no idea who these people are it almost maybe could have helped you guys. Like you immediately had friends. You immediately had people to like talk to and bond with and work with. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I immediately had a family. Yeah. I mean, for logistically for my game purposes, teams hurt my game, but Mm -hmm. in a family standpoint and a familial standpoint, teams gave me the best family that I ever could ask for in the game. They gave me two people who I love so dearly and who are truly two, two incredible, incredible human beings that I will have as family forever. You know what I'm saying? Even for Frenchie, Frenchie is someone who I will have for family forever. But obviously in regards to Big D and Aza, we became a family. We would do everything together in that house. Did not matter mm-hmm. what we were doing. We would do it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, from, it, a game, from, from a game standpoint, no, it, game standpoint definitely did hurt though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even watching it, you could tell how close you, Aza and Big D were. I mean, we were a squad. We were yeah. Yeah. And like, like everyone always talks about like, oh, there was this trio of people. There was this. Tri-. I was like, y'all, closest trio <laughs> in the you? house was the three of us. Yeah. Oh, 100%. We and the best duo was Aza and I. Like, yeah. Well, like, I mean, now mind you, maybe, maybe I may be wrong with that. I don't know really how close people were um, in terms <laughs> yeah. of, people, but maybe I'm wrong. I know Tiffany and Claire are very close. I just, Aza and I were so close. Yeah. I just, only speak in our relationship but we were so close we just we had this bond together that from the moment i saw Aza, i was like best friend number mm-hmm. one yeah oh. yeah i mean you could matter. tell watching it Aza's emotion for you yeah you could mm-hmm. tell because one of the, like one of your amazing qualities you have so many one of them <laughs> is that you're you're so resilient like you talked yeah. in the diary rooms it was like girl on that block they kept putting you oh my on that God, block. yeah it was but like now, but now uh, i understand why though it makes it makes perfect sense knowing the royal flesh existed yeah uh, oh, I'm, yeah but i will say though and i i figured this out after i left the house i was the only member of i was the only person not a member of the royal flush or the cookout to make it to jury i was the only one wow that's see uh, that yeah. speak that so speaks to you like but and because like you don't as, as great as it is to have to have big alliances around you and people like like my relationships are what really propelled me forward in the game. I had the Kingslayers that Aza created with myself, Aza, Tiffany, and Claire. I had the Silent Assassins with Tiffany, Claire, and myself. I had the Jokers, obviously. I had an unofficial but official final two with Aza that mm-hmm. she never made official because she knew she couldn't keep it, which yeah. is very important to remember. But we just mm-hmm. knew we had it. I had a final two with Christian. Derek X and I had the agreement after I had fi- after we had backdoor Christian that we were going to stick out for each other because we knew that we were better together than apart. Mm-hmm. 
Chara yeah. and I started getting really close week three. Alyssa and I knew we were better for each other's game. And Xavier and I even had a really great bond. So my relationships, like with my relationships with people were everything that I focus on. Like mm-hmm. even, even not about game. I would just go talk to people about pizza yeah. or about <laughs> bread that I couldn't eat. And I would make fun of all the food that they were eating. Cause I was like, I can't eat that. Can't eat yeah. <laughs> like I would joke with them all the time about that because that's how relationships are built. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I wanted to create these organic relationships that people could be like, oh, Brittany's someone that I can talk to. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened because everyone in my one-on-ones, because I got a lot of one-on-one time with people every time. <laughs> well, yeah. Unsolicited, hey, can I go talk to you? Hey, can I go talk to you? <laughs> I could go talk to whoever I wanted to, you know? But mm-hmm. those times I was really able just to just sit down and just be like, what's up? Like, talk to me about what you're going through, what's happening and in, 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 in this game and in this fear. And also I wanted to play the game, but no, I... My relationships, well, that's why I don't regret anything in the game is that I know I created great relationships and I know that I had the people backing me up and had it had it not been for the cookout, I mean, I don't know what would have happened if the cookout hadn't been a thing, but I know in terms of at least voting for me to say, I don't know what would have happened if, if Vicky yeah. would have gone over me had the cookout not been a thing, I don't know. I, I'm proud of the game that I played. I am, yeah, and that's why as I you have should no be. regrets. Yeah. yeah. Is it hard, like you said, you know, making these relationships yeah. Is it always just in the back of your head that you're on camera? Like, I feel like it'd be so hard to get past no. that thought. No, you forget very oh, okay. often. The only time that I really like consciously remember was when the camera would go like, Cheep! and I was like, <laughs> oh, hello, hello, hey, hello? <laughs> and be like, oh, hey, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, you, you really do forget about it most of the time. Okay. Um, just because you just live with them and you just realize that that's your normal life. You put them yeah. in the morning, you get up, you eat some breakfast, you drink a lot of coffee sure, and you do your daily routine. Like you just get used to it. Yeah. Kind of piggybacking off that a little bit. When yeah. you were talking to people, was it hard to not think in the back of your mind, are they lying to me? Is this truth? Like, I feel like I'd be constantly paranoid that everyone was like lying to me about something or there yeah. was, cause there's always alliances. Like, how do you keep yourself focused? I'll be honest. I usually could tell when people were lying to me, um, Mm. body mannerisms, um, when like a lot, like some, a lot of times when people would lie, they use their hands a lot to like, Mm. like, like rub around and stuff. Also with me, it worked out because when I was, uh, what, or my early intervention plan for autism was a therapy called applied behavioral analysis therapy, which one of the main focuses of that is, is reading facial expressions and reading facial cues. Mm. And so for me, I just I would read people like books. I would sit Um, in the kitchen and read people. I'd be like, okay, you're doing this. And then I would just sit in the kitchen. I would watch people for hours. I'd be like, okay, you're in here. You're in there. You're here. You're in there. They're upstairs. They're here. They've been upstairs for about two hours. Interesting. Like I would just sit in the kitchen and watch all the time. But no, in terms of lying, it's, it's tough because obviously you can't detect it all of the time, Mm -hmm. but I could detect it a good enough amount of the time to know who I could trust and who I couldn't. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously my, my biggest philosophy was you cross me once, shame on you. You cross me twice, shame on me. I wasn't going to let that second one happen. So mm-hmm. if it happened the first time, that was it for me. I was like, look, I mean, even perfect example was Sarah Beth with the veto. She asked me week five to throw that veto competition to her twice that week mm-hmm. um, before we threw, before we competed in that veto. And I was like, look, I was like, fool me one, shame on you. And that's going to be it for that because. Yeah. Obviously you care more about your game than you do mine at this point, which is, which is not great. And apparently she had told the Royal flush about that plan. And Tiffany told me and jury, they were like, yeah, 
go tell her about that plan. Cause Tiffany <sighs> was like, I wanted you to win the damn thing. Goes, go tell Brittany and get her pissed. Yeah. She, she will go win this competition. She'll go kick your butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Oh, God, I love yeah. that. Yeah. What was it like in jury than like piecing together like yeah. bits and pieces with the other right. contestants? Like you found yeah. out about the cookout. Yeah, we my mind would have exploded. Yeah, my we found out about the cookout when SB got there to jury. Mm. Um, but we had started figuring out the cookout when DX got to jury, and Colin had said in DX's mm-hmm. goodbye message, something along the lines of there's an alliance that has been together since day one and no one has been evicted. So at that point, mm-hmm. we thought it was Kyland, Aza, Tiff, and Xavier. Mm-hmm. And then I said, Well, wait a second, I figured out the duos. I was like, mm-hmm. they all have a duo. Aza has Big D, which I was wrong. She had me. Yeah. Kylan has SB. Tiff has Claire. Access Alyssa. And I was like, huh. Wait. And then we didn't know about Big D and Hannah, but we mentioned them. And mm. then SB came the next week and said that Kylan had mentioned six. And uh, that's how we put them all together. We just called them the six until we knew it was called the cookout. Yeah. Wow. So you guys were on to it. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, are we like, I mean, injury. Yes. In the house. I was yeah. Not, but injury. They, we yeah. Were, we were. Yeah. Cause that's, I feel like the time when you guys can talk to each other and not worry about it and just be like, this was happening. This was happening. This yep. was happening. Yeah. Right. Jury. We can't talk about game a lot though. Cause we, we are very restricted only on filming days. Can we talk about game? Cause they really do want you to decompress and use jury for what it's for, which is a yeah. spot. Yeah. I can't imagine the mental stress in that house as well as probably a lot of fun, but correct. Just Leah, like, what did you guys do in your downtime? Like, what was some fun stuff that you guys did? Mafia, <laughs> more Love that mafia, game. The <laughs> couch. Um, we never got to see hot takes with Hannah, which we found out was 10 minutes of hot takes with Hannah and then an hour and a half of talking game with Xavier. <laughs> um, we like, we did improv games. We played Among Us the one day. Uh, um, we would play lots and lots of chess. Pool mm. tournaments if the backyard was open, swimming and tanning. Like we we found ways to amuse ourselves. Keep yourself uh, entertained. Yeah, try to at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I always loved when they would show Aza because she loves to sing, but she couldn't, you can't sing a song. So she would make up songs just to sing. I loved that. Me too. You too. I was gonna say <laughs> whenever you like when you're on the block and did your rap, I was living oh, for it. Thank you. No, um, it was so funny too because. Um, I go and they, they basically give you like a little spiel before the live eviction. If you're on the block, basically telling you, if you are evicted, this is what happens. Mm. Um, and they're like, yep. So you can't sing, but all Brittany approved reps are fine. <laughs> like, they knew they, obviously, they had obviously been hearing me rehearse it. So they were like, all Brittany approved reps are fine for the show. And Brittany I was like, yeah, reps. <laughs> I want them to keep that for future seasons and tell contestants like you guys can do Brittany approved raps if you want. Yeah. <laughs> like it's now all called them. If you would like an approved, it's, it's been crazy too. Cause like, obviously right after the show, all of the cast got on cameo. I have had so many rap requests and I was no like, way. I, I was like, I, these people are going to think these raps are really cringy or they're going <laughs> to like them. And I have both. There are, there are both of those people out there. Um, <laughs> but like, I was never intending on the raps for people to like them. I was like, I'm bored. And yeah. Yeah. Something to keep you entertained. Yeah. That's literally all I use them for. I was like, if people like them, great. But if they don't, that's fine. I'm not a rapper. They're yeah. so entertaining. <laughs> They're so good. I am clearly not a rap god. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like meeting Julie Chen Moonves? Oh. 
Because I feel like every time you saw Julie, you and Julie had like moments. Yo, Julie and I were like this. I'm not even kidding you. Julie (laughs) is so, she's even more stunning in person. Uh, She's even nicer in person. I'm not even kidding y'all. She's just so great. Really like just so great. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like, hi, Julie Chen. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) It's me. Hi. Um, And it was funny too, because when I got evicted, she was like, yeah, like my husband and I, like we compared you to our niece. And I was like, so you caught me part of the family? Yeah, so I'm I can come in, to Christmas. I'm, in, I'm like, coming to I can, Christmas. I can Julie. come to Thanksgiving and Christmas. And maybe. Julie, I will yeah. be there. Thank you so much. No, Julie could not have been more sweet to me. She really was just, and she also wrote me the most beautiful note when I left the house, and Aww. I still have it in my room. Um, but she was like watching you play this game, just brought pure joy to my heart. Thank you so much for playing this game with everything you have. I was Aww. like, thank you, Julie Chen, because you're a queen. That's why every single time before my eviction speeches, I was like, Julie Chen, you queen. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sorry. Um, have you started rewatching it since you've been home? No, I no. Have- well, only because I, I'm honestly a little like not afraid to start watching it, but I'm I'm a little anxious to start watching it because apparently I was portrayed as the crier, which Girl. I was which I was like, here's the thing. I did not. I don't at least I don't think I don't think I cried the most in that house. I mm-hmm. cried because obviously I was fighting since day one. Yeah, which a lot of people didn't really have to fight a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was on the completely other side of that spectrum. Also for me, crying was a mechanism of processing for me because if I could let out my tears and let out the endorphins in a minute, mm-hmm. that was better than perseverating in my brain over it for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Get it out and move on because I, did I have emotions? Yes. But was I an emotional player? No, I was mm-hmm. a strategic player who made decisions based off strategic moves. And in my logic, I was not an emotional player. And that's what I wanted to try and avoid. Um, but no, I, I don't, it's just, I was like, y'all pick me as the crier, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all comes down to editing, doesn't it? Yeah, right. It like does. it's just what they show. And I mean, I feel like I related to you because I'm the same way. If anything upsets me, I have to let it out. Like crying oh, so is, I, I cry everything out. So, yeah. but you just happen to be 24 hours a day Correct. on camera. But like, right? it's funny too, because if you only, a lot of live feeders that told me this afterwards, if you watched the season, you knew me as the crier. If you watched the live feed, you knew that wasn't true. Oh yeah. And yeah. You knew who were, and you knew who were like, yeah. like everybody, like on the live feeds, I rarely ever cried. Rarely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause like you said, like if you cried for 10 minutes, they put that on there. Then yeah, it's an hour long episode days that you're not crying, that people then right. don't know about. Yeah. And I mean, obviously some of those were crocodile tears. Obviously we had to make some people yeah. feel bad for me oh. and, and, and things like that. Um, the whole DX week of me being on the block was all crocodile tears because I knew I was saying no matter what, even if SB and I had been on the block next to each other on the day of eviction, mm-hmm. I had five guaranteed. I had mm-hmm. Big D, I had Aza, I had Tiff, Claire, and Hannah. Yeah. They yeah. all came to me right when I was, right when I was nominated and said, you're saying, I said, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But it was probably it. still hard to watch your friends go, right? So that's where some of the emotion comes from, too. These are people that you love living in the house with, and it's just the game. Yeah, Someone has I mean, to go every week. Christian was probably the hardest hardest goodbye pre-jury, um, for me at least, because Christian and I had a final two. And personally and game-wise, I wanted him to stay because I knew mm. Christian was not coming after me, and I knew SB was. Mm-hmm. And I knew if she wasn't coming after me, she was coming after Raza, and I was not a fan of that either. 
And so I, the only thing that kept me from keeping Christian was the fact that that was my move. Like mm-hmm. that, like it, had I not won that veto, that could have been a completely different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of me, it wasn't, you know? So obviously that was his entire plan was to backdoor Christian, but I was the reason why it happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh. It would have saved DX and from making the decision of saving myself or SB having to choose. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I didn't find out until jury that SB also knew of the plan. I knew of it as well. Um, but I didn't know she also knew of the plan beforehand um, mm-hmm. in order to backdoor Christian. Cause we both knew about it. Um, but no, that was my biggest turn. Cause I was like, Christian is someone that's not coming after me, but this is my move and I have to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was the reason why he had to go. It was nothing more than that. I have told him this many times and like Christian and I talk on the daily. We're like so close outside of the house. We're the same person. It's mm-hmm. freaky. Like what <laughs> were we talking about last night? Oh, the fact that we both hate soda. Oh, really? Because we don't like carbonation. I never knew this about Christian. I was like, yeah, I was like, we were just talking about Disney World. Because mm-hmm. we're, we're both going to the Hearts of Reality Give Kids to the World fundraiser in the beginning of December. And we were like, yeah, like, like we were, I don't, I don't even know how we got on the side. We were in the Disney, we were talking about Disney selling really overpriced plastic bottles of soda for yeah. $7 in Star Wars Land. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't even like pop. He goes, wait, you don't like pop? And I was like, no. He goes, <laughs> I don't like pop either. Uh, I was like, does the carbonation <laughs> wreck you too? He goes, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Get out of my brain. <laughs> no, we we really have have so much in common. It's kind of nuts. Um, but Christian will be someone that I'm friends with the rest of my life. But it, it's like, that was that was a hard one. Obviously, friendship leaving was a hard one because, but I at the same token, I was like, well, it's either me or you and I don't want it to be me. So it has it, to yeah. be me. Yeah. Um, Oh God, that was a hard week too, though. Cause that was just so emotional with everything that happened that week. And I don't even know if they shot, they showed Frenchie potentially self-evicting that week and must like stopping him from doing that. I don't know if they show that he almost self-evicted that week. Because oh, he did talk. Yeah. To yeah. They showed yeah. him like mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was nuts. Oh my God. It was yeah. bonkers. Um, wow. But no, I like, you 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 become a family in that house you know what i'm saying like in 10 days i fly to tampa to go spend halloween with them you know what i'm saying like you become a family in that house bar none yeah. you know what i'm saying and you don't want any family member to go but unfortunately yeah. that's how the game works and, and then someone has to be evicted every week mm-hmm. um but it was even crazier because on the finale night show for when christian left i started off in the block chair it was the weirdest day I started off in the block chair because they hadn't shown the veto ceremony yet on that Thursday oh. episode. And obviously this, you all know, cause you saw us switch chairs. Yeah. But Christian was sitting there and I was sitting in the block chair and I just felt so bad. And then obviously once they show that package, they told us to switch spots. And I was like, <sighs> you just know what's going to happen. Yeah. You just know what's going to happen at that point. And I'm like, mm, no. Oh, that's so hard. It was so hard. It was that was the hardest emotional week for me because what I wanted to do for personal and game was not what I voted for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, move, it was my only move that I could make, and it was an impressive one at that. And I had to take it, so I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I mean, Christian hopefully took it as a compliment that it was. He was oh, a threat, he's God. an amazing competitor. Like, that's oh why God. that happened. Watching him and bump set veto was one of the craziest things. Him and oh. DX. We were just yeah. watching them go back and forth and we were like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like get the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so fun though. They're both they're both excellent competitors. 
Oh my god, but I would yeah. be terrified of them. <laughs> oh my god, like, I'm gonna lose like, to you. I'm gonna lose to you. <laughs> really watching like any of like any kind of physical comp, I'm like, I would fail hard at that. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny too is that I with with DX and stuff. Obviously, the guys knew that I was a competitor and they knew that I was coming there to fight. And we were talking about the wall and then kingdom. And I was like, man, I was like, I just I, like I really wanted that win. But then I come out of Kingdom of Curlot and I'm like, wait. I just beat DX. Like I literally <laughs> said that verbatim. I was like, yeah, you did. That'd be such a good feeling. Well, because I only beat him by one point. And when they said that you guys were separate, like I, I think Hannah said in them when she was like, you guys were separated by one point. And I got up and started walking. <gasps> Cause you were sure. I was sure I was out. And they were like, DX, you've now been eliminated. And I was like, ah! <laughs> that moment. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh my God, DX has been great having you here, but Alyssa, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be, like, we're going to have a female winner. Yeah. Oh That's my amazing. God. We were all uh, jumping out of our chairs too, watching it. I was it. jumping out of my skin. <laughs> like I just, it was so funny though, because I didn't watch the edit back of that comp until afterwards, obviously with Asa narrating. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She went through that every was, step. That was, and and the room started to thunder. Because, <laughs> girl, well, you are whipping around there. Yeah, the edit's well, so I, good. Because I, I was using my full body. I really yeah. was whipping everything. I did not care what I had to do in that 60 seconds. I told mm. myself, you can do anything for 60 seconds. Just deal with it and go. And mm. I did. That was it. I oh, was my like, God. You crushed it. You crushed and, it. I just, oh God, I want it. Well, because my whole thing was right before that comp, I will never forget this. I looked at Alyssa and I was like, Alyssa, you're not on the block. I am. What are you doing if you win this? Like, are you going to let me take the veto? And mm -hmm. she was like, Brittany, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my team. And in that moment, I was like, look, the fact that you don't want to give me this veto right now. And to mind you, obviously I watched it back and they really thought I was the target, which was never true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in my head, I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to not just beat you in this comp. I need to go ham. I need mm -hmm. to like, it needs to be a size of like, it needs to be good. Yeah. I'm going to beat you. It needs to be good. Yeah. Um, but also Alyssa was someone competitively wise that I respected the hell out of that girl. You know what I'm saying? Like she, yeah. we were always neck and neck together in any endurance esque comp. You know what I mean? She took me on the wall. I got her in kingdom. She took me in OTAB. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we were, I just, I loved competing against Alyssa because Alyssa brought out the best in me. She made me work oh, it's for, great. for every win, you know? Yeah. I, jury, I respect the hell out of her. She's a competitor at heart. She is a very strong one at that as well. And, and got to give credit where credit's due. That girl demolished some vetoes. Yeah, she, yeah. she was killing it. She was killing it. And she had heart. You could tell. She wanted oh, them, my every one of them. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. I know you did mention you don't have regrets, but I guess game-wise, is there anything you wish you could have done differently? Or do you kind of just leave it, leave it be. And you're like, I, that's, I did what I did. I'm, I'm happy yeah. with it. I would say at this point, the only, it's hard because in the game, all you have is yourself and all you have is your mm -hmm. gut. So I went off of every decision in that house off of my gut and off of the decisions that I had. And, and I'm proud of those decisions. And I'm proud of how hard that I fought in the circumstances that I was given. Cause I remember I was listening to my podcast. Once I got home with Derek and Cody, Firstly, because mm -hmm. I couldn't believe I was doing a podcast with Derek and Cody. Yeah, oh yeah. Those were the because those were the two people that got me inspired to join the show in the first place. Like the hitmen mm -hmm. were the reason why I joined. Um, and I've said that multiple times, but they basically told me they were like, look, Brittany knows this game, but this is a class example of 
she was dealt the wrong cards. Yeah. All the wrong cards. Like I was put on a team. Obviously, I love the Jokers, and I've heard mm-hmm. so many people say the Jokers are their favorite team. So that all of you out there, love y'all. <laughs> um, we love the Jokers. Jokers are the underdogs of the season. Um, <laughs> but like I was on the Jokers though. We had Frenchie, who did Frenchie's Funhouse. Love him dearly, but Frenchie's Funhouse was in effect. Mm-hmm. Then you have two members of the cookout. So when Frenchie leaves the house, we are Frenchie's leftovers. Nobody mm-hmm. wanted to work with us as a mm-hmm. team because two out of the two out of the three of us were already in the cookout. Yeah, so no, so I with the jokers. I was always going to be the pawn because nobody wanted to see me go home, but I was the mm-hmm. only one they could repeatedly put up. It makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. But in the moment, there's no way you could have known that. Like, in the right. moment, there's absolutely no way that I could have known that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. And as much as it sucked in the moment, I get it now when I get that it's a game, but it also just testifies to the amount of relationships I had in the house that I wasn't yeah. going no matter when I was up. Did right. not matter when I was up. I was not leaving that house. Mm-hmm. right the first three times it was the fourth time that they got me um which is fine because respect to the back door um i didn't win the veto that's okay um but like i i fought my butt off game wise i i don't think i would have changed anything just because yeah. in, in the predicament I, all i have was myself and i went off my gut and i went off my heart yeah not gonna lie watching it we were just as mad at kylan as you were <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god not, not gonna we lie like- we Me would too. we would watch it live every night yeah. and just text constantly back and forth about it. Oh, <laughs> like all caps, like like all it. caps, like what the hell is he doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was week six was very hard. And Colin and I have talked about this since the season's been done. Um, and I just I let it all out and I told him, I said, look, I said the biggest thing for me was not even how you treated me that week. It was after I was already solidified to go home and the cookout had the votes to send me out the door. That was when you disrespected me the most. Mm-hmm. You were the most negative to me. You were the most condescending to me. And you were the most disrespectful to me after I was already going home. And I told him straight up, that was my biggest, like that I made a pros and a cons list in jury for the final four for the sole purpose of, I wanted to be an objective juror. And I mm-hmm. needed to know what Kylan did that was positive. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. That's the reason yeah. why I did a pros and the cons list. Because I knew he was playing the game and I knew he had a lot of blood on his hands, which which is a respectable way to play the game of Big Brother. But for me, it was so hard because I was like, how do I give my vote to somebody who doesn't respect me? How do I give yeah. you 750K if you don't respect me? Oh, yeah. And that was the biggest thing. And, and obviously, Kylan apologized for all of it and, and honestly initiated in that sense and was like, look, I, I really am sorry for, for the negativity and, and the condescending comments that I said to you because it was in the heat of the game. And, and I'm sorry, because I, I shouldn't have gone there. There was no need to go there. And I said, yeah. you're absolutely right. There was no need to go there. And a lot of it was over that deal that we created. It's yeah. so, and it's so funny too, because like every, I've been listening to multiple podcasts and stuff about that deal. Cause I'm very curious as to just what y'all saw of it mm-hmm. and nobody has the right story. And I'm like, that's so weird. Kylan was the one that initiated the deal with me. Oh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure the way it showed it, it looked like you initiated it. Oh, yeah, it It definitely didn't show that. No, Kylan was the one that initiated the idea of a deal with me and said, hey, I want to work with you through Final Five and further, but I would love to talk to you about doing a deal. And I said, okay, well, like, what do you want for the deal? He goes, can you guarantee me the next two weeks of safety? I said, sure. And he goes, well, what do you want in return? I said, Kylan, I'm not the HOH. Am I supposed to solidify you something in return? Yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, what do you want? I said, can I have safety this week? I said, I just want safety this week and I will give you safety in the next two weeks. 
And then we agreed that we would be honest with each other about the powers and about what we would do, which I was not. Um, <laughs> but that was, the, but I was not going to tell anyone that I got hundred. Um, yeah. And and it didn't even it didn't even matter. Had I had I gotten fifty, everyone still would have believed I got hundred. Yeah. Um, it, it really wouldn't have mattered. Everybody was convinced I was getting hundred, no matter what. After Kingdom, and yeah. I was like, it, it, it wouldn't have mattered what I had said. That was a, yeah. That was an it's what they were gonna think. Mm-hmm. But then we make the deal. We shake on it three times, and then we come back, and he's gonna backdoor me, and he's like, "Yeah, well, you're the most unpredictable." And that deal that we made, I'm just gonna break it. And there was a Ugh. contingency on the deal that we never talked about. And I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm like, uh. it, was, it was the craziest deal to me because I was like, "You're the one that initiated this, and you're the one that's now breaking it." Yeah, and I genuinely, against what I wanted to do in that game, was gonna go through with it and save Colin for the next two weeks, and I won. Not Ugh. something I wanted to do, but something no. I was willing to do. Yeah, because I made the deal, and once yeah. I do something, I keep it. But no, it it's crazy how that was portrayed because so much was lost in mm-hmm. translation. And I was like, I wish I could yeah. just call a thing and be like, he initiated the deal. Literally, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel Flip like, hair. yeah. Even Sarah Beth kind of voiced that she had similar like her and kylan were so close and in the jury house she was really upset that it seemed like he did similar things to her like even she kind of was saying he lied when he didn't need to they weren't even talking game and he was still lying like he just went out of his way to do that which i'm sure was hurtful out of it was just out of the way just rudeness and yeah and disrespect like it was just so unnecessary and like i said i know i've talked to him about this and he knows exactly how i feel on it because mm-hmm. i told him i said look we're a family we're united by something way bigger which is being a part of this cast together i don't sure. want to be mad at you but you need to know how i feel and yeah. you need to know that's going to take me time to get to a place where i can call you a friend but i want to get there yeah um, and sb and i we we bonded over that in jury we did hardcore because sb really she realized a lot in jury and she was like look i don't understand why he said all this to me and sb and i i told sb and jury i was like sb you realized he did make that deal with me right and she goes wait you were serious about that i was like yeah what did he tell you he goes he said you didn't make a deal at all i said i said nope you'll watch it back and from from what i've been told watching it back watching it back makes it, it is that i'm correct and what I said, right. yeah, from what I've been told, I was correct. Like, because just because in the moment you like hearing everything about the deal and, and it being broken, you're like, man, like I even went in the DR that day. I remember this distinctly. And I was like, am I making this up? Like, did I just not live that day? Yeah. You feel crazy. Yeah. Like I was like, am I not? Did we not hear the same conversation? Yeah. No. It you for sure shows you both agreeing to this deal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we did. Yeah, you're not crazy. Don't worry. Oh, no, we were all (laughs) as stunned as you like your face in that moment was everybody's face (laughs) of like, sorry, what is what is he doing now? Like what's happening now? Yeah, we were right there with you. It was honestly really hard to watch because we get that it's the game. But that was just dirty. But (laughs) But even the veto speech was dirty, too. And like, like, I'll never forget that, too. He said that veto speech and essentially said, Big D, Aza, and you had the best chance of winning the veto. You all sucked and couldn't win it. So congratulations, you're on the block. That mm-hmm. literally was the veto. And then, and then everybody in the house tells Kylan of how bad that looked for him. And then in one foul breath, 
he comes to me in the open room and I don't know if you guys caught this on the live feeds, but he basically says, look, I'm sorry for what I said in the veto meeting, but do not even try to campaign against me in your campaigns because you're going to regret it. And right now I don't have a choice as to who I'm going after in terms of the target, but you don't want to make it obvious for me as to who I should go after. Why is this like, this is all so believable though. It's unfortunate, but I can imagine you're apologizing to me. And in the same breath, threatening me. Yeah. I'm back guard. I was like, who do you, Yeah, what are you supposed to do? I was like, who do you think is the target? There's one option and it is moi. Yeah. It is me. So unnecessary, like kick someone when they're down. Why are you doing that for something you cause you put them down and then you're kicking them. My whole thing was in that moment, I was like, look, you are the absolute reason why I'm on the block. I don't owe you a damn thing at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to campaign mm-hmm. however I want to, which absolutely was making him look like a liar because yeah. he was. And in that moment, that was, that was my only objective was if, I, if I'm going to go out, I'm not going on silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for, I, you. for you. He wanted me to go around the house and tell everyone that I had, had that I had a lack of comprehension on our deal. And that I was wrong to help his game. And he literally told me verbatim to help his personal game. And I went around to everyone. And this is, I don't even know if they showed this on the episode, but this is what I said to everybody. I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I'm a liar. I'm an idiot. I'm a liar. I on, did not understand the, the repercussions of our deal. And the fact that Kylan gave me two M&Ms at the start of our deal. And if... I was saved on Monday. That third M&M would be presented to me and then the deal would come to fruition. It was a lack of comprehension on my part. And I'm so sorry for that. Mm. My God. Burns me in my soul. I literally said that and then laughed my ass off afterwards. I was like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, I was not very happy that weekend. He knows that. Um, Because I just, I have, I've never been spoken to. Right. That in my life. In my life. And that's so unnecessary. Um, it just, it was, I was already going home. I yeah. wasn't seeing against Big D. Big D literally did not have to, have to campaign at all. And I was yeah. over here like, here's my six point plan, Fighting. everyone, as to how I'm going to say. Um, although I will say, I did feel better about this. Chada and Tiffany both came to jury and said that I had the best pitch to say of anyone. And I was like, yeah. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my God. You have nothing to worry about. Everyone yeah. absolutely loves you. You oh were such God, a yeah. light in that house. You were so fun. Like watching it, both of us were like, okay, we would love Brittany. We would get along with Brittany. The three oh, of us would literally, be like, yeah, we were like, we just want to be <laughs> making TikToks. We would do the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. TikToks. I love all we're of them. We're obsessed. Yes. I literally just posted one before I came on the episode. Um, oh my God. Yes. It's, uh, with the auto of the, cause after all this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and it's the one where you have to like, like when you're really excited about something and you go crazy. Uh-huh. So you'll have to watch that. Yes. Oh, we will. Oh, we will 1, so watch it right when we're done. <laughs> and then I also did a singing video today, which I usually don't post Ooh. on my page. Um, but it was, it was interesting, you know, a little, little singing video today. Oh, Okay. No, there's just there was this girl Nicole who just sang this beautiful song that she created, and I was like, um, I'm harmonizing to this ASAP, and it was just, it, oh my god, it's so cute. Like she has such a, an angelic voice, and I was <sighs> just like, I need to hop on this. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, yeah I so love your TikToks, and then like I've watched a couple of your lives, and I love how you just like call everybody your family, and just how yeah. positive it is, and well, it's just such it a is. fun page. My, because I had my TikTok before coming in the house. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we were already Brits dancing butterflies. We had a <laughs> fandom name for me. Um, that's why when everybody was going through in the house and like picking out their fan names, I was like, I have one. 
couldn't say it, but I was like, I was like, the Bertinis are great. I have one. They're called the Brits Dancing Butterflies. I love that. Oh, I love it. Brits Dancing Butterflies. Because that's why in my bio it says the Dancing Butterflies. Um, Because that is what all my followers are. You are all Dancing Butterflies. Um, But no, oh God, it's just like, I love TikTok. I really do. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so addicting. Yeah. so much fun. How do you not love TikTok? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. We don't want to take up too much of your time, but do you care if real quick, we do like a quick rapid fire. So our podcast is all yeah. about the nineties, early two thousands. Yes. So we okay. want to get to know Brittany before big brother. <laughs> what okay, do you go for it? So let's uh, start off with like, what were some TV shows you loved growing up? Okay. Um, TV shows. I loved growing up. Jimmy Neutron. Yes. Um, fairly odd parents, obviously SpongeBob SquarePants was a hot one. Hannah Montana was a really, really yes. big one for me. Um, Zoe 101 and Victorious oh. were huge. Uh-huh. Um, I've always been a fan of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, so I'm gonna throw oh, that yes. love um, it. Um, I also was a huge full house person. Like I love full house. Full house. Mm-hmm. Love full house. I would say probably those were were my my mains. Literally and then yeah. like the the cash. Oh god, what were what were other Livin' Maddie was a really good one for me. I watched mm-hmm. Oh Girl Meets World. Oh, so okay. good. Girl Meets World. Yeah. So good. I was so Loved invested it. in um, oh my God, Riley and Lucas's relationship. Yes. <laughs> I was so invested. I was like, these are they're so cute. Oh, I, I love that show. And then obviously Riley, Riley and Maya's best friendship. And then they brought in old characters from Boy Meets World too. I was like, oh. Yes. It was so I good. Lo- I love the whole concept. That show was cut too, way too soon. Way too I soon. They canceled it way too quick. Yeah. It really was. Three seasons. Because yeah, at least even Fuller House got five at least. I yeah. know. Yeah, Fuller House at least got. I mean, I watched Fuller House too. I thought Fuller House was cool. Same. Um, it was like cheesy, but I still it was, it was it. Still- <laughs> it was cheesy cute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was just like a good, like cheesy cute stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I love what literally a- every single one you listed. <laughs> what about like some music? Pop stars, boy bands, girl groups. Okay. What, what did you love? Um, Growing up, uh, my family listened to a lot of Neil Diamond. Okay. Um, a lot of the Beatles. Because um, mm-hmm. when I was young, the only thing that I responded to was music. So that's oh, why I like wow. music background. Because I like I because when I was diagnosed with autism, I was diagnosed nonverbal, no eye contact, no social cues. So like when people wow. walked in the door, I didn't even recognize them when they walked in the door. And mm-hmm. I didn't talk until I was three and a half, but I've made up for it since then. Oh. Uh, <laughs> gets everyone every time. Um, and so no, I would say musical artists, I would say um Neil Diamond, you've got the Beatles. You have Ariana Grande, obviously. Yes. Um, I've always been a huge Justin Bieber fan, but I really like his music as of late. There was like yeah. a period in there where I was like, eh, Justin mm-hmm. Bieber. But now I'm like, Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake. Um, always been a huge JT fan. Just from a mm-hmm. dance perspective, I just love both their music. Um, oh, who? Mm, love and Sync. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Got Love and Sync. I'm. Uh, I love the Spice Girls. I do have a soft spot for the Spice Girls and for Fifth Harmony because I met Fifth Harmony at a concert. Oh, uh, that's so fun. Fifth Harmony is so great. Um, oh, I love Ed Sheeran too. I just love how yeah. musical fine Ed Sheeran is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I love versatile musical artists. Oh, and Demi. Demi Lovato. Oh, you got to throw Demi in there. We love went her. and saw Demi in concert a few years oh, ago. Oh my yeah. God. You're just, so good. Whenever she sings, I'm just like, huh. Like, yeah. how does that noise come out of someone? I'm like, how just the the power? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the power. I'm like, <laughs> oh, 
Wow. I'll never forget. We went to, it was the Demi Lovato, Nick Jonas tour. Yes. And oh so, my like, God. Stop Nick it. went first. It was unreal. We, we thought that there would be like a break in between them, but Nick finished a song. And then all of a sudden Demi rose out singing confident and Grace <gasps> just grabbed my arm. I was like, we're, <laughs> we're I think I'm dying. Out. I think I'm dying. That's incredible. <laughs> no. Also, you got to add the Joe bros in there. Yes. And then Michael Jackson, you also can add in there yes. as well. Yes. Michael, I mean, MJ, just his music is iconic. Uh, oh my best god music yeah yeah what about like candy or like a snack food that you ate growing up okay so a lot of these i can't eat anymore because of my dog oh, right. sure. um reese's peanut butter cups were my thing i would trade my family members for more reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> i would put only reese's peanut butter cups in like the pile of things that house has had for halloween mm-hmm. um reese's hershey's kit kats twixes Three Musketeers, Milky Way's always had a soft spot in my heart. Um, what? Okay, Coffee Crisps from Canada are always very. I was gonna good. say I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, they're delicious. If you ever go to Canada, they're like a Canadian staple. Get those. Okay. Um, just because I live so close to the border, we can get them. Oh, oh that's so true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're like eight minutes away here. Because so you're in Niagara Falls, right? Yeah. Nice. I can literally just drive eight minutes down the road and oh, I'm going You're to there. Canada. <laughs> um, Canada. I'm getting it's Canada. It's called Canada. My name is Canadian. That's why I can do that. Um, it also works out because I get two Thanksgivings a year. I get Canadian Thanksgiving. Hey, that's so nice. Um, <laughs> it's the best. Um, okay. And then you've got obviously, but now it's it's like Swedish fish, Sour Patch Kids, lots of oh, yeah. Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, the SpongeBob SquarePants little mini hamburger, the Krabby oh, Patties. Patties. Yes. yes. Oh, why are they so good? Oh my God. They're so good. I can eat 17 of them and not feel bad. I know. No. They're really small. They're really small. You can eat a lot. I can eat so many of them and really not feel bad that I did it at all. I don't care. Yeah, I'm like 17. It. Give me 17 more. Just keep them coming. No, I would probably say, oh, and then uh, when I was a kid, really big was like the pop, the pop rocks or like the, the rocks. Oh, that yeah. Yeah. Popped in your mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you had the, um, then you had nerds and ring pops mm-hmm. were really big. Yes. Um. Oh, and then like the little chewy caramel things with a little icing in the middle. The cream in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Did they have a name? I don't know if they had a name. I never called them anything but like caramel things. (laughs) (laughs) I call them caramel delights. There you go. That's a good name. We'll take it. it. (laughs) I love them and they're delightful. (laughs) Okay. And then, like, what about like games, either like board games or video games? Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, let's go board games first. Monopoly was my obsession. It's actually super funny. In jury, we played Monopoly and I. I didn't tell anyone that I had an obsession with Monopoly growing up, meaning I memorized every fact about the board. <laughs> I love it. I love and it. And every like amount and price of everything. And mm-hmm. also I memorized how, like, if you were on reading railroad and got eight where you landed, like I memorized everything. Wow. So like playing the game in jury was hilarious because DX and SB would not let me live that down that I memorized <laughs> the entire board and played the game for all three of us. Um, that was funny. Sorry, um, Yahtzee, um, oh God, there's card games were huge in my house. Always mm. are, are so huge in my household. We play 500 rummy at least once a week. Um, you've got clue life. Um, mm. oh God, you're, I'm trying, there's I don't so know many. why I'm there is so thing. many, there's so many of them. <laughs> I probably say those are our, like, we play a lot of sorry as a, as a family. Oh, and Scrabble was another one we always played. Oh, oh yeah. Scrabble. Scrabble was always a good one. Bananagrams. 
Always a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of video games, uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee. You've got um, all of the Nintendo 64 games, like the Donkey yes. Kong game where you smash yes. the drums. And all those. Yeah. Kirby Air Ride was my thing. Yeah. I love Kirby. Kirby oh my Air God. Ride was my thing. I love thing. it. <laughs> um, and then Mario Party for the Wii as well. So Probably fun. my yeah. top four. Uh, um, oh, and then obviously with the DS, you've got like Pokemon Ruby mm-hmm. and Sapphire and then Pokemon Diamond and Emerald. You've got those. Mm-hmm. I think I connected those wrong, but it's fine. You got the idea. We get it. We got We, we all got know. It. We got Nintendogs. <laughs> and the oh. way. Nintendogs. Oh. Oh, Nintendogs. So, I, I was so competitive of getting my little dogs to compete in every competition and win money. <sighs> You just oh care my about God. your dogs. And Webkins. How could I forget about Webkins? Webkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a millionaire on Webkins. Oh, she's a millionaire. millionaire. <laughs> I was so rich on Webkins, I could buy five houses and more. Wow. Sign her up. Living it. Sign Webkins up. competition. Competition. Never, she's going to win it. Even in, um, even in elementary school, because my mom was a school counselor at the elementary school that I went to, there was a group of us every morning for like the first half of the week, because obviously our parents had to get there at 8, 10. We would all go to this one classroom at 8, 15 and play Webkins until the bell rang at 8, 45. Oh my God. We play for a What a great way to start the day. I was going to say, that sounds like a great, great way to start, start the morning. Yeah. Every morning we do it. <laughs> were there any other games besides Monopoly that when you got to jury, you were just like, yes. <laughs> um, We played Ticket to Ride and I was really good at Ticket to Ride. Cause I had, Ooh. I had learned that when I was on the road with Missoula children's theater, there was a household that taught me ticket to ride that I like was my home say, say, um, and I love ticket to ride. So that was a really good one. Life obviously was so much fun. Um, I did not win though. I was close. I was only $300,000 off. Oh, I was you're second close. I was second, yeah. I was second out of five uh, or four. I don't know how many was played. I did have a lot of kids though. Oh, she got a big family. The car big was full. The car was full. I think I had six children. I had to start start stacking them on top of each other. Oh, they could all fit. Mom needs a bigger car. Um, and then, oh, besides that, probably like I taught people how to play Rummy, but our Mm. big game that Claire taught us in Jury was Up and Down the River. Was a big oh, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I haven't played that. You like you basically it's it's about taking tricks or like taking a hand. So it's kind of hard to explain. Basically, you like you pass out one card the first round, then two cards, the second round, you go up to eight cards and then you go back down to one. So you play up and down the river and every card you pass out all the cards and you flip one card over on the deck. And if it's, if it's hearts, hearts is the Trump card. So if you have a hearts, you have the highest suit An Mm. ace of hearts is going to win this round, no matter what, before (sighs) the game starts, you have to bet and you have to be like, Hey, am I going to win this round? Or am I going to lose this round? If you're going to lose this round, you bet a zero because you're like, I'm going to lose. I'm going to bet a zero. Um, but then it like plays out that way where you try and like guess and see how many hands you're going to take and see. If oh. You're right. oh, that's sounds fun. fun. It's yeah. Really fun. It's really fun. <laughs> I was like, we're hooked. I don't know yeah. if you followed that. I did a, the, my best job of, of trying to explain that. Claire, no, you did a great job. job. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. Like yeah. you said it a oh million gosh, times. You, like, you were this so fun so to watch fun. this season. And oh we appreciate you so much coming on and taking the time to talk yeah. to us. Thank you so much for inviting me and for having me on. Truly, like y'all are so sweet. This has been so much fun, literally. Oh. Um, no, I just I just want to say thank you. Y'all have been so great. You really have. Oh my God. This is the best day ever. <laughs> ah! We literally, we like we're gonna ride this high. 
it's going to get like, us through. <laughs> there's like every once in a while, if someone else like say yes to the podcast, I'll text and be like, Hey, did you see that email? Or she'll text me. And then I saw your email come through and I just like called her right away. You're and like, I was like, Brittany! look at our email right now. <laughs> Brittany said I'm yes. Honored. Oh my God. No, I, there, no question. No question. No doubt. I literally watched five minutes of your guys' energy in a podcast. And I was like, I'm coming on. Oh, oh God, <laughs> No, that's what thank we, were you. Like, we were also like, we're going to have to cut ourselves off because we felt like we were just going to like, we're going to go and go and go you with questions for hours. <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Oh, of course. Uh, oh, we truly God. mean everything that we said. We loved you on this show. You're Honestly. just such a light, like keep being you keep making the TikToks because you are such a light in this world. Really? Oh my gosh. That I, I can't even tell you what that means. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Like the, the response truly coming out of the house has been so overwhelmingly positive and I can't it's been so crazy to try and process, but I, I truly just want to thank you guys because that, oh, that means yeah. the world. And this interview was so much fun. So thank you guys. Oh, Yay. thank you. Y'all are kings and queens. Oh. <laughs> but at heart, you are all jokers. We're jokers. Yes. Yes. Always. Jokers always. <laughs> you are always jokers. <laughs> I have initiated both of you into the Joker scene. That's all we've ever we wanted. We need to get that sound bite. that clip. Save forever. the whole thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, have a oh, great night. Thank, thank you. you guys so much. Have a great night. Bye. 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 <laughs> How about when she said we're honorary jokers? I am going to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> you guys, David and I are reporting to you live from the tattoo parlor. We are going to get. Zzz, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, ow. It hurts a little bit. We're getting honorary jokers tattooed on ourselves. How great was Brittany? Oh my gosh. Incredible. We told her a few times because we just had to let her know how much we loved her. But while we were watching the show, she, it was so obvious to me why they cast her on that show. She is just such an awesome, fun person. And I feel like she brought a lot to the show. I mean, she mentioned it in the interview, which you guys would have heard editing is can be unfortunate sometimes. And they kind of depict her depicted her as the like crying character. (laughs) I don't know. Like she cried all the time. And, but I don't know. I feel like if you're filmed 24 seven, that's how some people let it out. Like I have to talk or cry things out as well, but that's not the only side of me. No, yeah, there's so many sides to you. Thank you so much. There's so many sides to you and Brittany. Brittany. (laughs) We forgot to tell her, but Brittany's birthday is a day after mine. Uh, So we just missed our twin moment. uh, So close. I know. Uh, Brittany, if you are, if you've made it this far, Brittany, we cannot thank you enough for coming on and sharing all of that stuff, all the stories from Jury House and just your audition and getting there, everything. Thank you. Everything. We were just soaking it on up. It was like, and getting to hear from someone who was of course on the show in this season Mm -hmm. was really, really cool because like we mentioned with her, we only see an hour of it. Like she kept saying at times, I don't know if they showed y'all this. I don't know if they aired this. I don't know if they aired that because they don't air everything. No, they can't. Yeah, they can't. But Brittany, we love you so much. Um, thank you so much for coming on. You literally made our year. And if anyone has not seen Brittany's season, guys, it's on Paramount plus you can go watch big brother. I, I know the other seasons are there too, but big brother season 23. It is such a good one that there was the best Alliance ever in big brother history in this season called the cookout. Mm-hmm. Just, you have to go watch it and experience it. And of course 
check out Brittany on there because she's incredible. You'll love her. And she is so fun on all her social media. It's literally the, like the most positive page ever. Go to her Instagram. It is Brittany underscore to Angelo. It's B-R-I-T-I-N-I underscore D-A-N-G-E-L-O. And her TikTok is the exact same name. Oh, easy. Guys, you know where to find her and like truly like follow her on TikTok. It'll make your day. Oh, her dances. She was just at Disneyland dancing. I went the second we hung up from her. I went and watched the video of her singing. That was great. It's literally, it's just such a positive page. It is such a positive page. Brittany, we love you. Thank you. And one quick thing we just want to throw in here. Um, (laughs) I've been having issues with my microphone. It might've sounded a little bit blown out and, and muffly when I talked, we apologize. We have since figured it out. We have fixed it. We have solved the problem. That's all we're, we're never going to talk about it again. Cause it's never going to happen again. Um, but happen. we apologize. Um, turns out there, it looks like there was some weird thing whenever, um, the new iOS update came out it just and it changed, changed, literally changed the internal settings of my sound, like internal in my computer, nothing I would ever see on a yeah, because nothing we've ever opened up opened before. Up for. uh, we don't do that. So sorry if you lost your hearing during this episode. <laughs> Hopefully um, they didn't though, because like, don't listen, literally listen to nothing I say, listen to everything. Brittany yeah. said. <laughs> like only listen to Brittany because she is incredible. And if you want to see some clips from this, some videos of us with Brittany, head to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash back to the best. And we'll also be putting some of these clips up on our Instagram at BTTB podcast. So follow us there as well. And if you want to see where else we are, you can just go to our website. It's www.bttbpodcast.com. Links to everything is on there. Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's all there. You can also see other guests we've had on. Mm-hmm. You can see every episode that we have. And there's links to like where our episodes are, like Apple, like iHeart. It's just a really great place to go to, to find everything. Great we highly place. recommend 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. We we would also love if you rated us 10 out of 10 or at least thank five you. stars on Apple podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And don't worry. We've done two episodes before this on big brother. This will not be our last for big brother. Nope. So big brother fans stay tuned. Yes. And tune in next week. We have a really fun guest next week as well. Yes. Where we are going to keep taking you. Back to the best. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.